0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 294th episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, and it's just me today. It is New Year's Day. I'm recording this. I just woke up. It's 3 p.m. I know the episodes usually come out earlier in the morning, but of course, holiday. I was traveling. I did a stream. Here we are. I gave the crew the week off, of course, because already I already roped them into christmas weekend so gave him a the week off it's okay it's cool it's the slowest time for pokemon usually the last week of the year and the first week of the new year are the slowest for pokemon news i think that's always kind of been the case and that's okay i do have a little bit of news that we're going to talk about uh but we got a little unique episode for you so we're going to talk about a little bit of pokemon news which we some of this we might recap uh next week just to get some other opinions on it but most of it is like not really opinion-based, it's just like, okay, here's the news. Uh, and then we're gonna talk real quick about our plans for 2018. And then I am including the first episode of Mythical Season 5. Uh at the end of this, if you guys want to listen to that, if you haven't uh heard it yet. Obviously, uh its perfective is way more popular than mythical, so but I would love to see some sort of crossover, but I'll explain to that when we get there. Uh but that'll be the last half of the show here. Uh so let's kick it off with some Pokemon news. Uh, First bit of news here is there is a new Pokemon album in iTunes and Google Play and Amazon and on Spotify. Pokemon Movie Music Collection is now available. Uh, This is inspired from the stuff from the X and Y series anime and Pokemon the Movie I Choose You. Total runtime of the album is 34 minutes. You can buy the whole album if you want. You can just buy the tracks. You can just stream it on Spotify, whichever you want. But it includes... This is the first album to feature music from the English dub since Pokemon X in 2007. It is also the first uh, time a full-length version of To Be a Hero has been released due to not appearing in the movie. Uh, So, real quick, uh, there's 11 tracks. I'll go through it. You have uh, the Pokemon theme, Gotta Catch Them All, which is... The original theme, but they have a new singer, of course. They have I Choose You, which is from the Pokemon movie. They have the Pokemon theme again, just a piano version. They have Stand Tall, which is the song that was used in Volcanion and the Mechanical Marvel. They have Soul Heart, which is also... I think that is the ending song from Volcanion, and the, the that song's not great. Uh, Stand Tall is pretty good, though. Uh, Be a Hero, which is from... Pokemon X and Y, I'm pretty sure that's the main theme song from that, which is the full version of it. That song's super, super good. Uh, Every Side of Me, which is from Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. I'm not sure what that song is. I haven't seen the Hoopa movie yet. Uh, Join the Band, which is from Pikachu and the Pokemon Music Squad. I don't know what that is. Pokemon Theme from Diancie and the Cocoon of Destruction, which I don't think I've seen that movie. Uh, Open My Eyes, which is also from Diancie and the Cocoon of Destruction. And then the last song is The Key to Me, which is from Pikachu, Where Is That Key? Pikachu, Where Is That Key is the 26th Pikachu short of the Pokemon anime. It debuted alongside Deansay and the Cocoon of Destruction. So there you go. But yeah, some of these songs are good. The Pokemon theme is always good, of course. Uh, I think To Be be a Hero is super good. I think Stand Tall is super good. I think those were the three songs that stand out to me the most. Uh, But if you like to collect Pokemon stuff and... You use iTunes, it's there. If you use Google Play, it's there. If you just want to stream it on Spotify, you're more than welcome to. Second bit of news is this has already started, but there's a Pokemon movie marathon airing on Disney XD right now. Uh, By the time this goes up, I'll just skip January 1st, but January 2nd uh, at 6 p.m. You have Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. January, this is also at 6 p.m., by the way. And I'm not sure which 6 p.m., because Bulbapedia doesn't. I'm pulling this news from Bulbapedia. I'm not sure which 6 p.m. they're listing here. Uh, Let's just assume Eastern. January 3rd is going to be Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea. January 4th is The Rise of Darkrai. January 5th is Giratina and the Sky Warrior. January 8th is Arceus and the Jewel of Life, which I think is one of the best Pokemon movies. January 9th is Zoroark and the Masters of Illusion. You can skip that. January 10th, Victini and Reshiram. January 11th, uh, Victini and Zekrom, these are identical movies, so obviously, I, I don't know, unless you want to see the, the differences, but besides Pokemon, it's the same exact story. Uh, January 12th is Keldeo and, oh, sorry, Kyrium and the Swords of Justice. January 15th is Genesect and the Legend Awakened. January 16th is Deance and the Cocoon of Destruction. January 17th, Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. January 18th, Volcanion and the Mar- mechanical marvel and finally January 19th is Pokemon the movie I choose you which again I think is one of the best Pokemon movies uh, I just actually recently watched I choose you with Irene's nieces and nephews and uh, they seemed to like it they made it almost to the end uh, There was three of them the four-year-old was the one that was glued the entire time uh, the nine-year-old girl uh, was pretty into it, but company came over, and so she definitely wanted to hang out with them. And then the, let's see, six, six or seven-year-old boy uh, again. He got like he kind of got bored near the end, but he's he said he liked it. Those kids never saw Pokemon. I liked it. Uh, I want to point out that four movies because of distribution rights. Miramax. Uh, that's going to be Pokemon Forever, Pokemon Heroes Latios and Latias. That's where Ash kisses a Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon Jirachi Wishmaker and Pokemon Destiny Deoxys are not aired during this movie marathon. It's a big bummer, because some of those movies are good, especially uh, Destiny Deoxys I think is one of the b- I would say top three Pokemon movies, and maybe I would have to reevaluate Top three Pokemon movies right now, Destiny Deoxys, Arceus and the Jewel of Life, Pokemon the Movie I Choose You. Those would be my top three in no order. So hopefully, eventually, they figure out this Miramax stuff, because it it's a big bummer that those four Pokemon movies always get kind of skipped. Real quick, some Pokemon Go news. Raid battles are still happening for Groudon. I just want to get this news out there that Groudon ends on January 15th. So I'm assuming that Kyogre is next on the list uh, after that. So if you haven't got Groudon yet, I know it's been extremely cold, especially in Minnesota, Wisconsin, which I've been traveling between the two. Uh, but try to get your Groudon. In the next uh, 14 days here. And this is something we'll recap here next week. But this has been pulled from Poke Jungle. I'm getting this off Player.1. But there has been some rumors about possible Gen 8 stuff. I'll just run through the bullet points. I'll let you guys sit on that. I'm not completely sold on this stuff. Not that I... Not because it, like I don't dislike it. But I also don't like it. I don't hate it. But I don't love it. But here are the rumors. For Pokemon game on Switch, we know the next Pokemon game will be on Nintendo Switch. There will be no new Mega Evolutions introduced in the game. z moves will return and now use motion controls activating using the Joy-Cons. Central plot revolves around a conflict between traditions and innovation. Tradition and innovation, I'm sorry. Region inspiration is to be rumored as Spain or Italy and the release date is supposed to be late 2018 or early 2019. There's also a rumor that suggests there will be a new simplified battle system that compares to Digimon World Games. The system is a real-time battle system that will have trainers choose attacks in option menus, but also give Pokemon the options to block. This new type battle system may also possess elements from Pokken Tournament that will allow Pokemon to either attack, block, grab in a rock, paper, scissors fashion. Uh, if you didn't play Digimon World it is a very rock paper scissors game if this makes sense for the first pokemon title on nintendo the new nintendo switch console to feature a very different battle system while more the rumor of gen 8 will be inspired by spain or italy has picked up steam in the last few weeks still we must state we must we must state as player1 player.1.com or player.1 so the big thing i think that people walk away from this is the the revamped battle system if that's or true or not i mean no one Really knows, of course, but keep in mind that long-time series games, Resident Evil has definitely changed how they, do- they how they have done things. Of course, you know I'm going to bring up Final Fantasy has absolutely changed how they've done things with their battle system. Uh, fi- well, Resident Evil is like from tank controls to a third-person shooter to first-person, so obviously those were dramatic changes for... Uh, a very loved series. And Final Fantasy is the obvious one that I can point to that have, was very stuck in its ways for a uh, very long time and they have changed. Uh, Final Fantasy 12 is a great example of combat changing. Final Fantasy 13, of course, 11 and 14, very different. And last year's, was it last year's? Well, I guess two years ago now because it's 2018, Final Fantasy 15, very different than all the games altogether. Uh, there are a ton of examples I can bring of long series changing the way they do it. Do I believe that this is going to happen to Pokemon? Uh, not based off what we have. I think this is too little and too general, too broad. Uh, still plenty of time. It's just the beginning of 2018. But I would love to get other people's opinions like Will and, and uh, Rochelle and Al's opinions on this. But we will find that out next week. I doubt anything new will come from this, but I will be curious what their rumors are. And that is pretty much all we have for news. wanted to make sure I gave you guys something this week, of course. Uh, Slow news week. Uh, But yeah, let's uh, talk about the podcast real quick. So 2018, as you guys probably know, uh, or maybe you're a new listener, or maybe you just missed some episodes because of all the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon hype. Uh, I lost my job back in October. The company I worked for filed for bankruptcy. They went out of business. That means everyone that worked there, there was about 20 of us, we all lost our jobs. Uh, Since then, I've been applying for jobs. I got a couple uh, contract jobs that help me keep afloat. Uh, I work uh, at a company just a couple hours a week doing just website maintenance. I work at a uh, furniture store just a couple hours a month doing tech support Uh, And then I uh, just started a new job where I help produce somebody else's podcast. I just do the the editing and the audio work for them. So I do have a couple contract jobs that uh, give me a couple hours a week. But my main source of income for the last three months has been Patreon. I I know it's, like, super annoying that, like, every podcast promotes their Patreon. Every YouTube tells you to smash that like button. Every uh, Twitch streamer tells you to hit hit that subscribe button uh whatever it is i just want to let you guys know that i super super appreciate you guys listening every single week it means a lot to me if you want to help out you can go to isc.cash uh to do so or if you really want the long domain name it's patreon.com slash it's super effective but i think isc.cash is super easy to remember if you want to support us for two dollars a month you can join our Slack community. Uh, which has been very great. We talk about it all the time. Uh, There are other rewards at $5 and at $8, but that's just my spiel. Uh, I'm going to continue doing more work when it comes to the podcast. Uh, We just hit our goal uh, a a month or two ago for $1,500 a month, which means that I will be doing a Nuzlocke near the end of January. Uh, I'm going to include the Twitter link here in the show notes, so you can vote on that. I think it right now we eliminated some. I think it's between Heart Gold, Black Two, and Omega Ruby. Those are the three you can vote on for the Nuzlocke. That Twitter link to vote will be in the show notes. Uh, so please vote for that as soon as possible. We'll hopefully we might do one more revote between the top two. I'm not completely sure because we'll figure it out, of course. So. Uh, we hit the goal for 1500 That's why I'm doing the Nuzlocke. If we hit 2000 which which as of this morning we were at 1700 so we are really, really close to 2000 If we hit 2000 the crew and I will be doing four seasonal podcasts that are more long-form podcasts. Think of it like the Kickstarter episode we did where we picked the top 10 Pokemon from generations 1 through 6. Uh, it will be more so like that. It's, we'll do one in the spring. We'll do one in the summer. One in fall and one in winter uh i've been talking with the producers that help out the show and i think we're going to do the spring one for free i know we haven't hit the goal yet but i kind of want to show you guys what it is it does take a lot more time than just a normal episode it takes pretty much like a whole weekend uh it's like a whole day of discussion and then a, a whole day of editing where super effective is just like 10 hours in a day but this is like a whole weekend so that's why it's a seasonal thing uh and hopefully, it's, it's not, like, news-related or anything, so it's not like, well, like, it, a month later, it's still relevant, right? Because stuff like this, like, hey, the Pokemon is airing Disney... Disney XD is airing Pokemon movies. Like, that, obviously, is an upset place in time. Uh, these podcast episodes kind of hold, hold some water. That's an expression. Hold some water for a little bit of time. So, uh, I want to do something like that. We're almost close to our next goal. Uh, and, of course... I'm continuing to stream on Twitch. I just got 100% in my Pokedex in Ultra Moon, which is super, super exciting. I did it without using the GTS. I did it without trading, trading people in chat or Slack, which everyone was very generous in offering me Pokemon, but I wanted to keep it between my, my the games that I own and the Pokemon that I caught. So uh, we're going to start shiny hunting on Twitch. We already started last night for a shiny Spinda. Uh, we'll do some other stuff on Twitch, but uh, still pretty much streaming every single day on Twitch. Uh, to just provide more content to you guys. Uh, so that's kind of the, the first couple weeks here for It's Super Effective the game plan, of course. Uh, Micah, myself, Irene, Will, we will all be at PAX South in, uh, in two weeks. We'll be speaking on Friday, and then if you listen to The Carve, my other podcast about Monster Hunter, uh, Micah and I will be speaking on Sunday for The Carve. We'll be speaking about Pokemon on Friday, So if you're in San Antonio area and you want to come out and say hello, uh, please do. There's still tickets available for Pack South. Uh, With That, that being said, the rest of this episode is going to be the first episode of season five of Mythical. There are, I think as of this recording, six episodes up and there are about, I want to say four more episodes left. I've kind of taken the last two weeks off and not edited anything just because the holidays have been hectic. And also... Uh, downloads are usually down during this time, which is normal. It's always been, like, the last eight years of podcasting, downloads always seem to drop the last two weeks of the year, just because people are traveling and people are not at school. Like, people break their routines because of the holidays. So, that makes sense, and that's okay. because uh, things will pick back up to normal as soon as... probably in the next week, actually. So, real quick, if you don't know what Mythical is, it is an actual play podcast. You're probably like, what... Steve, what is an actual play podcast? What that means, this is a bunch of them in in iTunes and wherever you find podcasts. What that means is it is a group of people actually playing a game of a role playing game. In this case, that would be D anD D Dungeons and Dragons. Now that might sound nerdy, I know, uh, but we we did this uh, about a year ago, and it is really highly produced. I think there's some really great music that Nick has done for the show. Our seasons are broken up into the fact that you can start and listen to any season. So if you want to start at season two, there's self-contained stories. So if you just want to go listen to season four, you will get a from start to finish story. You don't have to listen to season one, two, and three to enjoy season four. That being said, there are some references and jokes throughout because this universe is tied together. Uh, so in the case of the example of season 4, it actually takes place before season 1, 2, and 3. Uh, so you do get to see an earlier version of a character that has existed in season 1 and 2. But that does not mean that you would have to listen to that to enjoy those other seasons. Now there is a asterisk next to season 5 as it does end right where season 3 ends. That being said the goals and motivations in Season 5 don't really have to do with what happened at the end of Season 3 because it is like a new set of goals and motivations. The thing you might miss out if you start with Season 5 are character stereotypes but I think, it's, uh, I think it's because it is an audio show it's very easy to pick up those stereotypes like Travis's character who plays Wendy is very like noble, uh, very honest, uh, very smart and I think it's very easy to pick that up this is the first episode of Season 5. If you like it, let me know. If you don't, also let me know, uh, because we have plans for, like, a Season 6 after this. Uh, but yeah, totally let me know. Uh, this, is season five, this is Season 5, Episode 1 of Mythical. I hope you enjoy, and have a Happy New Year. What is a Nidoran supposed to be? It's a mix of porcupine, a rabbit, dinosaurs, a mouse, whales, jackalope, probably a horse, and hamster. Porcupine, A rabbit, dinosaurs, mouse, whales, jackalope, probably a horse and hamster.
1: Yeah, but then like what is, But
0: then what are like what is, But then what is a nidoran supposed to be? Porcupine, a rabbit, dinosaurs, mouse, whales, jackalope, probably a horse and hamster. Porcupine, a rabbit, dinosaurs, mouse, whales, jackalope, probably a horse and hamster.
2: Stephanie! Stephanie, <gasps> hi! How are you? You have no idea how happy I am to see you. Oh, well, it's good to see you, too. What's going on? How are you? I'm, I'm your contact. Oh, oh, oh. You're you're my contact. Shh, uh, shh. Oh, okay, okay. Uh... So, do I follow you, or what? What well, did you have? Do you have a
1: room? Because there's a lot. I I have to cover the. Do, is there a place we can go that's just like quiet or like peaceful? Uh,
2: the library. We could go to the library. That would. I mean
1: that sounds boring but that's probably <laughs> like that's probably like good for this situation I suppose. Okay, yeah,
2: hey, yeah let's go to the library. Okay.
1: Okay. And, and uh she quickly follows behind you into the library and once there and uh you just find a corner table off in the distance. She's just flops everything down on the table uh and there's you can just hear a chunk of a bag full of gold and then three or four different scrolls hit the table and she just starts sorting through them and she's like, okay, Stephanie, this is really important. Okay, just be calm. Alright. So we have to um we have to get each of this like I don't even know. She pulls open this map. And it, it's a map of the area. And she's sort of scanning it, and you can see that this map was very official and very well done, and she has taken a pencil and made all sorts of notes all over it. Like, there's, like, a section on the path that she just circled and, like, wrote, gross, mud. (laughs) Oh,
2: dear.
1: like, she wrote, don't eat at this tavern. They're rude. Uh, And then she eventually sort of looked over it, she's like... Okay, you see this, like, tiny little town, like, way over here? This, it's like, this little port city called Pallet?
2: Yes. Ye- over here?
1: Yeah, that's where we're supposed to go. Isn't it, like, gross? But that's, like... A- uh- where we're supposed to be
2: i mean i've never been there before so
1: i haven't either so how important can it be but i guess that's what they said and that's where the ship's gonna be and maybe your dad's gonna be there i don't really know i kind of i kind of stopped paying attention but they wrote it down somewhere but i think i lost anyways um we need to get there in like a week or something okay okay I just sort of figured we'd take the day here, and then when it got dark, you know, we'd dress up in, like, dark clothing, and then we'd, like, escape under the cover of night.
2: Okay? Does that sound, like, exciting? I, I don't know about exciting, Stephanie. I mean, yeah, I
1: guess for you it's probably not exciting because, like, you know, your life's on the line and whatever. (laughs) Oh, here's more money. I was supposed to give you this money. I spent some of it because my dress got dirty.
2: Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like,
1: like, do you have questions that I, like, maybe can answer?
2: When are we supposed to leave?
1: Well, I figured we would leave tonight.
2: Okay. Okay. Do I have time to go back to my room and get some stuff? Oh,
1: yeah. We, like, we'll go back and like pack all your stuff and get okay. all your papers in order. Okay. And I can totally help and, you know, help you start through some of your clothing because I don't think you need all of it. And well, some of it's real uh, bad.
2: that's, uh, oh, excuse, okay, well, I'll, I'll pretend you didn't say that. Do I have, so what's, what's supposed to happen when I get to Pallet Town? Oh,
1: super easy, and she uh takes another scroll and she unrolls it, and you can see like there's a listing of the captain, the ship name, the dock, and all the nest- like it's it's very formal okay and she's like, "Oh, you just like give this to the captain, and they'll just take care of you
2: okay, well, this looks very put together. I don't have any complaints or concerns right now. Do you want to go over to my room right now so we can get started? Yes. Okay.
1: Like, my feet really hurt. Like, walking through this town, finding you was really
2: hard. Those shoes are a lot.
1: I know. They're so amazing. (laughs) They cost a lot of money, and everybody comments on them.
2: Oh, well, those comments are probably interesting.
1: They are. You know doesn't matter what they say as long as they're saying something that's a stephanie you can take it if you want
2: thank you that's great
1: yeah she'll follow you back to the tavern and you know she's not phased at first by the gloria thing but then it clicks in her head because she's never left the castle area mm-hmm. she's like do you think it's the same gloria
2: like did she follow us here Honestly, I don't really remember. I think I don't know the answer, honestly. I, maybe, possibly.
1: I mean, if I was more interested to ask her, but that would mean talking to her, and (sighs) that makes me nervous. So, it'll be a mystery.
2: It's totally fine with me.
1: So you go back to your room. chats idly. She's just... Stephanie's a lot. (laughs) But... Through through the whole thing, you do get the sense that she actually does, on a fundamental level, know what she's doing, and uh, she slips enough comforting ideas in there that you that you begin to feel more at ease with this whole prospect. Like she does seem to just, to know the path, the times by heart, and, and you get the sense a little bit that a lot of what she does. And a lot of what she did is just for show to help build this sort of mystery that, you know, she is not, you know, she's just a very simplistic creature. Yeah. And then after sort of a nice meal, it it gets dusk and, uh, and she is prepped and ready to go. Season two ended. Uh, Baruch and Talia and Roan and Stant were on the run uh, due to a series of unfortunate events. And shortly after leaving Saffron City and taking your first camp break, every member discovered a package that was mixed in amongst their own belongings that had been packed up. Uh, Roan got a sack of gold and a letter and upon reading the letter immediately uh, said to the party that he had to return to Saffron City and that he trusted based off of the information that he had that Talia would be safe and protected Stant got a stack of books, uh, some that you recognize uh, were in Lady Jessalina's sort of area down below and taking those and reading his letter Uh, He bids the party farewell for a time being because he has to go pour over those books and learn what he can from them. And so it's Talia and Bruke travel to Celadon City for four days, sort of making polite conversation. And upon reaching the city, Talia settles in to what will be her life for a little bit, and you bid farewell and you head off to find your family again. So you head north, cutting through the woods, and eventually find yourself at the foot of Mount Moon, where there is a lonely tavern called the Lonely Boy Tavern. And uh, you make your way to the tavern and open the door and enter on in. It's mostly empty. There are only three other patrons there. There's a very familiar face behind the bar one you recognize immediately as gloria and her standard waitstaff is there perfect faces white tops and leather pants the silver charm around their necks and you have entered the tavern
3: i walk up to the bar and i say gloria it's been a rough week i'm gonna need a strong one today give me a milk chocolate
1: all right, that will just take me a moment. Uh, why don't you go uh, have a seat over there, and I'll have somebody bring that to
3: you. Perfect,
1: great. Um, there's not a lot going on today, so uh, just sit anywhere you want. Um, there's a couple people over there,
3: and um, they're, they're just you know,
1: be friendly.
3: New friends. I can I can use that sort of pick me up.
1: All right, great. I'll be right back with your drink. Thank you kindly. So, uh, in the bar, those of you who are in the bar can go ahead and
4: describe yourselves. So, um, I mean, she just doesn't. She doesn't understand me. You know what I mean? She doesn't let me be myself. I, I mean, she's my mom, so I love her, but she just doesn't really let me express myself. You know. Grexgar is sitting and telling all of his uh, motherly issues to... Yes. Yes. And uh, has noticed Baruch come in, but is a little bit standoffish, as per usual. Doesn't really want to address that someone new is there, because that means confrontation of some sort. (laughs) And not really into that. So, uh, sitting next to Grexgar is...
5: Yes, Oglesby. And I'm gonna invite this fine gentleman over to sit with us because Greg is freaking me out.
3: Oh, great! I I really appreciate the invite. Oh. You look like lovely people.
4: Oh, god. Why?
3: I don't. I mean, is it is it the axe? Oh, is hey, it the axe hey, that's setting you off? Because I can i can like take it out and show you it's it's not that sharp
4: no i had something in my throat it's okay hey Uh, uh, you seem uh, seem cool
3: the name's baruch nice to me yeah i like your hair a lot i really like the harmony of our voices i think we can make sort of a band together
4: Uh, i like bands you do you listen to a lot of bard music who's who's your favorite bard i like uh (laughs) have you heard of uh sticks mc um swordstein i can't say that i have he's real good he's out of um i think he's out of uh some people say he hails from pallet but i don't know that that's totally true you know that's like a
3: little weird
4: yeah i got all his records like What's like a record? Books. Yeah. Like books, records of his life. He's, he's a really cool guy. S- sticks. We call them st- Sticklies. That's where I'm from.
3: I always like a blue collar man.
4: Uh,
1: Gloria shows up with your chocolate milk. And Greg Skier, you notice another familiar face in the crowd. Somebody that you've run into a number of times just here and there. Especially ever since after that Festival that sort of went a little bit wrong. And uh, what would you like to do?
4: Oh, oh. Greg Scar kind of does that like half wave, like, Oh, hey, what's up, man? Hi, Greg Scar. It's Uh, me. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, there's a a friend of yours.
2: Yeah, Greg Scar. I told you my name is Abernathy.
4: Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, we met at the festival.
4: Oh, God. Hey, what's up? Hi. Uh, you is...
3: wanna join our band? We're putting something
5: uh, No, no, just, just here, here. Yep, they seem really S- friendly. So, how do so you anyways, know each other?
4: Chocolate was a good choice. <laughs> Milk's good. Anyway, Grexgar is very visually frustrated, or not frustrated, but like put off by the intensity of. Abernathy?
3: I see, like, a real connection between the two of you. <laughs> a real physical, chemical attraction. Uh, I don't know about that.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know either. I don't know look, about look, that either. Look,
3: uh, I'm one of those people. I'm known all over Kanto as sort of a matchmaker. And I... Let me tell you, I see a match right now.
5: Yes is down for helping you make this happen.
4: You, can you keep talking? Third tell person,
3: I-, I, li- I like that sort of speech. Baruch does it himself.
4: Wait, you mean like together? Forever. Oh. oh.
5: This is really awkward, so I'm going to go over to the bar and get a drink. I've never
4: even been on a date.
5: Greg Scar, you should buy her a drink.
4: Closest I ever got to a date was one time a dude transformed into a horse and I <laughs> I rode it away. It was pretty pretty neat.
5: Greg Scar's that
4: one for uh, love, you know.
5: I really think you should follow her up to the bar. Your mom told me you need a few more friends.
4: Uh, you know, it's like she's not even here, but she pretty much is because you're here. Fine.
1: Grexgar will follow along. Okay. For... Gloria's up at the bar and she's tending.
4: Oh, hi. Hey, well, Gloria. Can I get you both something? Two two chocolate milks. Oh, that's, that's how you do relationships, right? That's... I yell back to Baruch like, "You order for the other person, right?" My
3: thumb is up in the air. All right. Two chocolate milks. Wait, wait, wait. Are you one that?
5: chocolate milk, two straws?
4: Oh, good
3: call. Two of my
4: Can thumbs get... <laughs> are up in the air. <laughs> Can I get two straws? Um I
1: uh Yeah, sure. I, I was now not expecting talking. a chocolate milk run today, but I'll just it's just be a moment while I go take care of that. So uh just have a little seat there and I'll be right back. So you just want now the one chocolate milk and two ways to drink it? Y- yeah. Uh, she think... turns to Abernathy and did you need something or oh, are you boy. good with the one chocolate milk?
2: I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. I'll be right back, Graxgar. I'll be right back. Oh,
1: <gasps> okay. I'll just get that drink while you figure this out.
4: She as wanders as off. you run to the bathroom, Graxgar looks back at the two at the table beat red like, oh, I'm blowing
3: it, aren't I? <laughs> My- Two thumbs are still up in the air, but they're starting to waver. They're getting more close to horizontal.
5: I'm trying to think of more bad advice I can give you. Really
4: ruining <laughs> this one.
5: Maybe follow her to the bathroom?
4: Really graxing this up. That sounds like a terrible idea. And Gloria
1: returns with the chocolate milk and drops it down and takes out two straws. Um, Did you, did, did you drive her away? I need do you have any advice? I mean, um, I don't know how to do this. Uh, that's I'm not going to be too mean about it, but it's fairly obvious that you're new to this. So, oh, uh, I might suggest not listening to a 14-year-old boy on love advice just as a out of the got of the shot sort of an idea and I'm not sure if it's you're. got pretty cool hair, though. I'll mean...
3: oh, have you know, my birthday was two days ago. I am 15 years old.
1: Um, uh, a year older, but not a year wiser. So thanks. <laughs> um, and did you did you want to hit on another girl with your other girlfriend here? Is that a? Oh, is she's that a she's in not.
4: Your... Did you got that wrong? It's, oh, she's, is just... she is she. We're just friends. Oh, she's just a friend that you do? She's that you, cool and all. She's like, kind of like a magician. She just suddenly will have things that she didn't have before. Oh. It's that's, pretty cool. It's that's, like. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah. She's neat, but I don't know, you know? I mean. Sometimes I don't know. That's... Gloria, sometimes I just don't know.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I understand that, sweetie. Um, Why don't you use both of those straws to drink your sorrows away and maybe your prospect <laughs> will come back in from fleeing from your scary continents. Oh, all right.
3: Great. That's good. That's good advice. Did um your Chocolate other milk friends need
1: are... more or
3: are we good? You know, I'm all set. Excellent. So, hey, oh, yes.
5: I feel like we're driving everyone in this bar out.
1: Well, there's not a lot of people here, so We kind of
3: are everyone.
1: Uh I'm just gonna go back to work and uh if you need something else, just just let me know. Maybe your little friend will come back, okay. Uh, okay. Thanks
4: for the advice.
1: You bet.
4: You're real great. Mom, I mean Gloria. <laughs> I was too that. <laughs>
1: So, while Abernathy is out, uh, anything
4: else you'd like to get done while you're in the tavern? We'll talk a little bit, because this is our first time meeting Baruch, so we'll kind of get to know each other a little bit more, I guess.
3: So Baruch is like, there we were, right? Just busted through the door with more brute strength. What do we know? There's actually people on the other side. And I'm, I'm there angling for the diplomatic approach, you know. Haggling, negotiating, the things I'm really great at. And this notorious hothead roan just dashes in with his sword and his like little beast pals and they go uh, hog wild all over the thing. And then uh, the the druid uh, with us decides to kill the lady, which, you know, I didn't really advocate. But, you know, it it was out of my hands at that
4: point. Man, that's cool. You sound so cool. That wrong guy sounds awful, though. Yeah,
3: they say I'm sort of the brines of the operation.
4: I don't know about that wrong guy at all. (laughs) Not someone I'd ever want to talk to. Grexgar is like real impressed by this because the only adventure he's ever had was the mini adventure. Like, that's it. Everything he knows is following his mom around wherever they're going, except for that one time, and he was so stoked. So he'll try to like to retell that to Baruch, but clearly like too excited to accurately convey it. like, oh man, that reminds me of um this one time we went I went to this um I was at this bar, right? it was a cool bar, um and these people came in right It was a cool the bar was cool, but the people were nice. um, they kind of scared me at first uh, I had a lot of breakfast that day. That kind of set the tone for the rest of the, it was a, you know, it was a cool day. Any day where you eat a lot of breakfast is a pretty cool day in my book. Anyway, they, um, it was the, it was a lot of stuff that happened and, uh, I I was real scared for a lot of it, but then we just ate a lot of pie and we solved puzzles. It was really awesome. And then we fought a thing and I don't remember what happened at the end, but my dreams are pretty weird too, <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom came, and that was it. But it was a cool, it was a cool day. I remember, I remember that day.
3: Great, right. cool story.
4: Not as cool as your stories, but I mean,
3: yeah. it, you know, it's not like life's hard being like the strongest barbarian in the entire region. Like it has its ups and downs. I mean, sometimes you like you like I, you know accidentally. Uh, go into a blind rage when you shouldn't, but, uh, you know, most of the time it just ends up being
4: uh, pretty good. What is it like being a good barbarian? (laughs) Can you just tell me?
3: You kind of... There's a certain zen to the rage that you kind of need to find that balance between the pure, unadulterated, unrestrained anger and the uh, more awful... Personal introspective side, of you, you know? Oh,
4: okay. Sometimes I just like get mad and then I don't remember anything and just the room's destroyed.
3: Yeah, that works too.
1: So as you're uh chatting and, and getting to know each other and, and painfully aware that Abernathy does not seem to be returning, uh the door slams open with a thud and a very familiar face. Uh, storms in, and you immediately recognize the wrestling hero star of the universe, SBJ.
0: Uh, SBJ comes walking in and looks around the room, looks, makes eye contact with Gregggar, and goes, hey, Greggscore, I've been looking for you. I need you. I've been looking for you everywhere. No time to explain. We need to go. Greggscore, as soon as SBJ comes in to the room, stands up, and
4: stars are in his eyes as he, his jaw drops and he stares with such excitement at SBJ as if he's been waiting for an adventure this whole time. Oh man, I like, I missed you a lot. Uh, we'll get to that later. Can I bring, you want to, you want to cut? Can I bring the, them? Can I bring them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care who you bring. We just, we just got to go. I
3: mean, I kind of got my own, my own like, sort of a big thing with, like, my my whole family's lives in danger. I can't really follow, uh even though yeah, your your reputation precedes you, SBJ. I love your, you know, all your signature moves and all your face and heel turns. Like, it's great, but I got, um, kind
0: of lives at stake.
5: I kind of owe Graxgar's mom a favor, so I should probably go. Typical
0: cool uh lady ogre thing weird haired dude see you later <laughs> time to leave
4: all right well it's nice meeting you
0: yeah you too
4: call call me some time or something if you want to like trade cards or you're a cool guy
3: uh i turn to a non-existent camera and say and now you know the rest of the story <laughs>
0: mythical was created and produced by me steve black jr the dm and story creator of mythical is greg at white wing on twitter A big special thanks to all our players this season which include travis at the travis w irene at devon carrots logan at logan jenkins micah and his wife becky all the music in this episode was created and produced by nick burgess Please support Nick and check out his music at nicholasburgess.com. Logos and graphics for Mythical were also created by me, Steve Black Jr. That's my name. Illustrations for Mythical were created by Micah, at MicahTheBrave, on Twitter. Personally, I am unsure if this will be the final season of Mythical. Feedback, both good and bad, is welcome to help weigh on its future. Don't hesitate to reach out to me with your thoughts on Twitter, at PokemonPodcast, or email me directly, sbj at pkmncast.com. That being said, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review in Apple Podcast. or you can actually support us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash it's super effective. Thank you so much for listening.